Welcome to Planet Waves Starcast. My name is Eric Francis, host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope. Tonight's edition is for Thursday, the 18th of November, 2021. Posting this one a, a day early, recording at 5.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in upstate New York, about two hours north of the city, right near the uh, town of Woodstock, actually. I'm in a nearby city called Kingston. Tonight there's going to be a lunar eclipse. It is the full moon in the sign Taurus, and it is a partial lunar eclipse. Uh, These uh, partial eclipses can be quite influential, even though the word partial makes it sound like it's not really happening. Actually, it is quite happening. It's just that the moon moves through the penumbra, of, uh, of the Earth's shadow rather than the umbra of the Earth's shadow. So it's a, a, a little bit less dark of an eclipse, but these partial eclipses, I think, uh, are more beautiful to look at because the, the moon is still partly illuminated and it, it gives you a very unusual sense of perspective and of size such that you can really get a feeling where you are if you let your imagination go and just sense your um, your your sense of place. Uh, today, on Wednesday, a little bit earlier in the day, we had the exact opposition of. Um, wait, that was yesterday. Uh, today is today's Thursday, so Wednesday we had the exact opposition of of Mars and Uranus. Uh, that opposition is still uh, within one degree as of this recording, and so. Uh, we uh, are still feeling it. You may still be dealing with the reverberations of anything that happened there. It was a when push comes to shove kind of um, event, you know, kind of an astrological event. Full moons have that sensation too. I think that the most interesting news item of Wednesday under this uh, push comes to shove Mars opposite Uranus volatile, potentially explosive, even dangerous astrology was Guess what? The Biden administration backed down on a vaccine mandate for private businesses. They were ordered to by a federal circuit court. And then uh, I guess the the powers that be up there in the Biden administration realized, well, this isn't worth the fight. And so that is a big deal, no matter how you may feel about pandemics or viruses or stuff like that. It is my belief as a citizen of this republic that making things mandatory is dangerous because you don't know what's coming next. And and the whole basis of our lives as spiritual beings on this plane of reality is to exercise our free will. And that does not mean that others have the right to exercise their free will upon us. This is not such a complicated issue. Anyway, I trust that you made good decisions yesterday and over the past 24 hours, uh, and that uh, nothing too shocking or unexpected has happened in your life. Right now, the moon is in uh, in late Taurus, 22 degrees, uh, approaching the opposition to the sun and the Earth's shadow. Remember that it eclipses when... Uh, the moon moves through the shadow cast into space by the Earth, and uh, always exciting. So anyway, there's going to be a series of aspects that that the moon makes on the way to this eclipse over the next few hours. So it's going to be a very busy few hours. Uh, 
And uh, the first of those is a square to Jupiter. So we have Jupiter at uh, 23 and change of Aquarius, the moon at 22 and change of, uh, of Taurus. So in a couple of hours, a few hours, uh, there's going to be a, and it's, in, it's in, in effect now, a moon Jupiter square. Now, the thing to watch out there is exaggeration and uh, overreaction to things. So that's a typical thing of, um, of, of Moon Jupiter. And by the way, in the um, ongoing style that it seems that almost every chart is resonating with, the Moon in Taurus making a square to Jupiter in Aquarius is another one of those things that is uh, contrasting the will and intentions of individuals uh, against the seeming opinion of, uh, of the majority of those that would seem to constitute the public. This is a false dichotomy. The rights of the minority are very, very important in this society and in any society that calls itself free. And this is uh, something to be cautious about getting dragged into and somehow thinking that um, you know the the uh, the intentions of the many must outweigh the the intentions of the few your personal values matter and so uh, take this gracefully uh, after that there is a trine of the moon to pluto in capricorn so pluto and capricorn long term thing that's been going on since early 2008. That's a long time ago. I mean, we've been living with it for a long time. And uh, it's that starts to transition, by the way, in 2023. I've written lots about that uh, over the past few years. Pluto ingressing Aquarius. But right now, Pluto is solidly in Capricorn. We'll take a trine from the moon. And this is saying that it will be a little bit easier now uh, to get the lesson, to uh, g gain the understanding that you need, then then you might think it is. So things are a little less controversial than you might be expecting, and all you really need to do is uh, make peace with yourself and uh, be willing to change and evolve, which I know is uh, asking a lot, but only from some people. Okay, then it looks to me like the next thing that uh, that happens is that uh, there's the moon-sun opposition. That takes place again at 3.57 a.m. Now, the thing with eclipses is that they serve both as pattern-setting intervals and also as release points. And so this is why you want to do what you want to do with an eclipse going on. You want to choose to be where you want to be and do the things, stay with the people you want to stay with and do uh, at least some of your favorite things. This is a pretty sexy uh, eclipse pattern with the Taurus moon. That's deliciously physical and sensuous. Um, along with Uranus and Taurus, that's uh, on the kinky side and kind of interesting and a little bit weird. Uh, and then this is um, opposed by a group of planets in Scorpio that include Mars, uh, just approaching the midpoint of Scorpio, Mercury at uh, at degree 20 of Scorpio making uh, an exact trine to Neptune at degree 20 of um, of of Pisces. 
Uh, you know, Neptune too has been um, making this kind of everlasting journey across its sign. I guess uh, that began around 2011 or so, and it's only at at, at degree 20. So um, we're going to be living with Neptune in Pisces for quite a while. But tonight, today, for this eclipse, uh, Neptune in Pisces is taking a trine from Mercury in Scorpio. And uh, that that is, again, sexy, verbal, communicative, um, intuitive, empathic. Make the most and best use of this astrology. All right. So then uh, other features of this chart that are uh, noteworthy and um, even beautiful include Vesta is newly in Sagittarius. Vesta is one of the original Asteroids, I believe it was discovered in 1807. I think that Vesta was the last of the four asteroids uh, that was discovered, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on one second while I verify that. Yeah, Vesta was discovered March 29th, 1807. Then there was a long, like, 35-year gap till the discovery of the uh, the, the next asteroid. So that was uh, that. That's uh, I think. Um, Interesting. Okay, so anyway, Vesta represents the sacred hearth. It's a very spiritual asteroid, but it also is the intersection of spirituality and sexuality. And there's a lot about Vesta that is holding space for others. That's the that's the first element of the spiritual part of sexuality. Right? Is is making sure that your being, your energy, is oriented on the well-being of those around you, not in a codependent way, but in an allowing way, not in a uh, way that you condition them, but in a way that you open your heart and your space to facilitate the kinds of changes that they are going through. Uh, The conjunction of Vesta to the South Node grants direct access to Vesta. So this means that we're in this extended moment of being able to tap into uh, this spiritual quality of eroticism uh, that is, when you get there, uh, quite a beautiful thing uh, to encounter and to express and to share. Um, other things going on here, uh, the, the moon is still loosely in a square, sorry, Venus, in Capricorn, I'm a little tired. I've been doing a lot of audio today. Uh, Venus in Capricorn is still in a loose square uh, to Chiron. And uh, Venus square Chiron is a lot of emotional highs and lows. Um, it is a um, It is an aspect that calls for self-regulation. There's also something about gender identity with, uh, with Venus square Chiron. And uh, making sure that your concept, or at least opening the space in your heart and mind, that your, your concept of gender is loose rather than rigid. That it is uh, something that flows and moves rather than, than being something that uh, is, um, is jammed in a box. And remembering that all people contain all sexual polarities. In other words, it's not unusual for anyone to experience uh, feeling male when they're female, feeling female when they're male, feeling a little or big mix of both. Um, everyone has uh, sexual desires for 
same-sex people to some greater or lesser degree, whether they express it or not. And none of these things are a big deal. They are just all part of the normal human experience. The weirdness comes when there are moral judgments imposed on human feelings, on loving, friendly human feelings. Besides that, if you're being truthful and friendly, sex is not a moral issue. Gender is not a moral issue. You are free to feel and be exactly who it is that you want to be. Now, I could swear I was just looking at this chart and seeing something I really wanted to talk about, but I don't remember exactly what it is. And there's certainly uh, plenty uh, in this eclipse pattern where there's uh, this uh, thing where the the moon is going to be talking to all these different planets tonight, like it's going to confer first with Jupiter. By the way, it's also going to make a semi-sextile to Eris, which is really determined to be exactly who she is. Semi-sextile, not so often used in astrology, but it's an aspect that blends the uh, the energy of two adjoining signs. It's a 30-degree aspect, I believe, first used by William Lilly, who was the pioneer author of the first astrology textbook in the English language that came out in 1647. And if I'm not mistaken, it's Lilly that introduces the semi-sextile. Then Jupiter makes that, excuse me, Moon makes that square to Jupiter, which is that sense of exaggeration. Then it makes the trine to Pluto, which is saying, just chill out and allow yourself to grow. Get out and see this thing if you can. In my area, uh, it, it, it takes place when visible. By the way, unlike solar eclipses with lunar eclipses, the, the eclipse is visible wherever the moon is visible. There's no path of the eclipse. With a solar eclipse, there's a path because the eclipse casts a shadow and you can only see the shadow in a, in a band about a few hundred miles wide, whereas with the moon, it, it's um, you know it's much easier to see a lunar eclipse as long as it's dark and clear, uh, and and the moon is um, up in the sky at the time of the eclipse. All right, so what else have we got going on? I am on a little hiatus from Planet Waves writing for uh, the next uh, week or so. I'm taking a week off from the horoscope. I'll be back with a monthly horoscope for December on the 30th of November. I'm also working on a series of readings for 2022 called Tune In. Officially Tune In 2022. You'll see uh, on the StarCast page and on the homepage of Planet Waves net and on the homepage of planetwaves.fm we've got this thing everywhere uh, a description of this um, project it's going to be 12 one hour readings plus four videos it's going to be quite a beautiful astrological package uh, giving you a well-rounded view of 2022 and of the um, the the Times immediately surrounding it. I'll look, of course, out to a little bit of 2023 in this discussion. Uh, 23 being such an important time uh, because that is the year that Pluto makes its first dip into Aquarius. I do personal readings as well. If you're interested, just drop me an email at efc at planetwaves.net. Uh, I have an excellent 
kind of reading, which I've been doing all day, is partly why I'm like just feeling like a, a little love has my shelf life is up tonight. Uh, but it's called the Chart Keys Reading. All right. Anyway, thank you for tuning in and have yourself a beautiful eclipse of the moon in Taurus signing off from Kingston, New York at 539. Lots of love and bye for now. <laughs>